0: Welcome to another episode of the Teaching Canada's History podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Campbell, and today we are speaking with the finalists for the 2023 Governor-General's History Award for Excellence in Teaching. Created in 1996, the award recognizes best practices in teaching Canadian history and is an opportunity to highlight the important work that teachers and students are doing to interpret and share the stories of the past. For more information about the Governor-General's History Awards, visit canadashistory.ca slash awards. Today I'm speaking with Brad Dowler, a high school teacher in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Welcome, Brad, and thanks for chatting with me today.
1: Well, hello, Brooke. Uh, thank you so much for the privilege of uh, having an interview with you.
0: Can you share an overview of the project you've designed and explain the key steps that your students took in their work?
1: Yes, I can. It um, Basically, it uh, it's a classroom project dealing with past and current movements towards the uh, creation and um, alteration removal or replacement of historical monuments Uh, connected is the study of existing municipal provincial and federal representations of significant political and cultural influences on the development of canada as well as proposed recognitions or removals (laughs) it's a long sentence that meet or do not meet the same criteria um, student outcomes are things like understanding of historical reference, uh, historical relevance, and exposures to contributions of individuals and events, and uh, working on the abilities to think critically and understand contrary viewpoints. That's the key, contrary viewpoints, and to share and discuss opinions openly. Basically, to start off with, um, uh, student short student-led uh, presentations on monuments located on the Manitoba legislative grounds are made. Uh, These presentations are joined together with our yearly uh, visit to the Manitoba legislature, and I have the students make presentations on the monuments that are there. Uh, These students do uh, biographical information on the individuals, their contributions to the founding and development of Canada, and Manitoba. But most importantly, the focus of that particular assignment, which I've been doing for about, oh, 30 odd years at our school, uh, is their contributions uh, as uh, their representation, pardon me, as an, as an ethnic group that had a pivotal role in the establishment of Manitoba. Uh, this includes Métis, English, French, Scottish, Jewish, Ukrainian, Icelanders, as well as specific uh, recognitions for women. Interestingly enough, however, um, outside of the Métis, um, at present, there's very little uh, present on the grounds to indicate the role of First Nations in the development of Manitoba. Uh, but this is soon to change with uh, a current proposal to establish a monument for Chief Peguas. And I'm looking forward to this coming to be and having some of my students uh, present his story uh, and importance. So uh, that is basically introduce the whole concept of monuments to the students. Um, I also lead the class through um, a couple of PowerPoints and background stories and such of the existing monuments on the Manitoba Legislative Grounds, <coughs> pardon me, and uh, as well as Ottawa's Parliament Hill and the Capital Region. Uh, once we're done that, and this is progressing through the semester, we're, we're still doing regular grade 12 uh, Canadian history, and such, but uh, we keep coming back to this particular thread of the monuments. I then, uh, when we're really starting the, the big part of the project, uh, the main part of the project, I give them prepared readings uh, uh, that in order to promote class discussions. And these readings deal with the current environment and opinions surrounding monuments and recognitions, namings and their effects and the possible removal or changes. Uh, these articles do take a main focus towards the concerns surrounding Johnny MacDonald, uh, Queens Victoria and Elizabeth, specifically for Manitoba, and uh, but they also investigate the current dialogues that are ongoing uh, with Confederate recognitions in the southern United States. The assignment for the project is then distributed with the rubric to the class, and they are charged with forming their own work groups about four or five students in order to research, discuss within the group, and then complete a completed work dealing with one of four positions. So these are four possible um, outcomes that they can uh, have in their particular project. One being to promote or agree with the removal of a monument or recognition due to it not meeting existing uh, historical significance and existing standards or criteria. Um, Another position that they can take is to oppose a removal of a monument or recognition. Uh, They can advocate the establishment of a monument or recognition that currently uh, does not exist, or they could oppose the establishment of a new monument or recognition that is currently under consideration. Now, during this stage, uh, each team will choose an individual person or recognition and then select one of the four mentioned positions. Uh, these selections of these people or these events or ideas can be based upon the student's previous experience uh, and interests, but usually come as a, bo- as a result of the student legislature ground rep- uh, presentations uh, or my introductory PowerPoints and background stories or from the discussion readings or uh, even from the regular study of uh, grade 11 history that we will be under that we're currently undergoing at that time group members then do collaborative research on the person and events in question while looking for historical significance or lack of historical significance as did the political and cultural influences on the development of Canada uh, these students look for evidence based on primary or secondary uh, print resources in our library. All secondary. We don't have primary resources in our library, or at least very many of them. Uh, however, that's the goal, but usually they succumb to the, doing their search online. Um, in all cases, they are charged with following the aspects of historical thinking regarding significance and evidence. Um, Other provided resources include the standards for monuments and recognitions from the federal, provincial, and municipal bodies, as well as the previously mentioned uh, issue articles that we had for in-class discussions. So once the group has established their position on the question, one of the four positions that they can do, and have found the evidence to support their contention of the person or the event or the idea that they plan on doing their project on, uh, they then must also ensure that they have looked into considering opposing viewpoints and are prepared to deal with these uh, positions within their project presentation. Uh, The final presentation uh, consists of one option from three separate categories, so three uh, entities in total. Uh, the first category is a written category, and they have the option of choosing a position paper, a letter to the editor style, or a op-ed, um, one of my ways of uh, educating them and uh, getting them to learn about that aspect of journalism. The second category is the graphic one, which uh, they have the options of making up a Google Slides or a PowerPoint a survey with a graphic representation of their, of their findings or a website on their position on that particular monument uh, proposal or uh, opinion. Uh, the third is uh, social media where the students are asked to do a podcast, much like what we have here right now, a, a blog or a weblog or a Twitter discussion. Inevitably, they they all go for the podcast. (laughs) We've had very few people uh, try the blog or the Twitter, but hopefully in the future, those will come in. And many of them have changed them into just being an oral podcast to actually a video podcast.
0: Thanks, Brad. Um, I know you mentioned historical significance a lot. Can you share more about how your students were able to engage with this historical thinking concept as well as the others throughout the project?
1: Okay, so for historical thinking, and specifically historical significance, uh, the main question in regards to existing or proposed monuments or the removal of them or the alteration, um, I feel, is the one surrounding perspective. Uh, there are different viewpoints on a recognition's historical significance and the moral judgments associated with it. Uh, these differences all come down to trying to understand, the, the students trying to understand the thought processes and reasonings for recognition that occurred in the past and how those lines of thinking hold up in the present day. Um, it was significant then. Is it significant now? Um, with, with that kind of thing. Now, can the points of evidence that were used or ignore in the pa- ignored in the past, do, does that hold up in the present day? Um, and that ignoring these, this evidence or choosing that evidence, does that then result in the recognition being established? And can those now be filtered using present day ways of thinking to reach a similar or contrary result? Or should the events and attitudes of the past be allowed to exist? as being of the time and not be revised or agreed to, but simply to stand on their own. Uh, By way of this project, my students are able to determine what is significant and base their opinions on the evidence gathered, but also on their present day sensibilities. Uh, Where they are challenged, I believe, and that we are successful here with with the kids, hopefully we're successful, is for them to be able to consider all aspects of thinking, both past and present, the pros and the cons, in order to come to a more fact-based conclusion, rather than one based on opinion and how the particular questions affect them personally. Hopefully we can get them to start thinking about the big picture and how in uh, everybody's position and how it affects everybody on a more broad scale.
0: Speaking of the big picture, what impact has this project had on your students' learning and what have been the outcomes for your community?
1: Well, as I mentioned before, the impact on my students uh, was hopefully, and I'm seeing some evidence of this, uh, did they have it before? Did they have it because of the project? I tend to think it's because they're in my classroom and uh, hopefully it's because of the project as well, is that uh, they're developing an attitude where all positions on a question need to be investigated, even if some of those positions are contrary to their already established opinions. These students, and uh, I've been around for a while, <laughs> uh, these students are re- really living in a very opinionated and partisan world, uh, much more than when I was their age. Uh, they live in a world one where The dialogue has regressed to the point where both sides of an issue take the position that if someone disagrees with you on an issue, they're an idiot and are to be attacked, delegitimized in order to ensure the promotion uh, of your particular established position. Likewise, the other side operates under the same impression that contrary arguments are to be rejected on the principle just on principle. And not only that, but there's a revisionism in order to support their position or to be regarded as what you're saying as being fake. Uh, The goal of my classroom is to train students to give all sides on an issue, uh, the opportunity to be heard with respect and without fear. And that's the part of the project is finding out how do other people feel about this uh, to try and develop an understanding where other people are coming from. Now, yes, uh, my students may never be convinced to change their position. Uh, But with this openness to listen, uh, I hope that there's a better chance for both sides to accepting the final outcome. Um, Now, how is this having a current effect or outcome on the community? Uh, I think it has, uh, uh, though I cannot give you empirical evidence. I, I wish I could. Uh, I do know that my students are affecting their families, and in turn, their families do affect them. Um, and perhaps this style of dialogue uh, in dealing with issues will bring about an influence on the community as a whole. I know that it's showing promise in our in our school and in our particular school's community um i guess time's going to tell if we can uh, turn this partisanship of one side of my way or the highway type of uh, way of thinking that's happening in society right now well we'll just see how that happens we'll just see how that goes
0: thank you so much brad really appreciate you sharing more about this project and about the work that your students have been doing
1: well thank you for the opportunity and uh, Thank you to the committee uh, for the Governor General's Award and and yourself for giving me the opportunity and and for uh, recognizing what we're doing at our school that maybe we got something going here. So uh, we appreciate it.